Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Film Club Podcast, where every month we deep dive into a different aspect of cinema, directors, actors, genre, or franchise. It does not matter, because it's always fun at the Film Club. I'm Dean. I'm Boo. And this month, we're talking about animation. And this week, we're talking about... Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island. And in honor of Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island, we have a guest in on this episode. That's right. Alex, would you like to introduce yourself? I'm back. Alex Leto <laughs> is back. He never really left. I've I've been stuck in this uh in the studio ever since the last time. It happens. It's a nice studio. It is. Not bad. Mm. I do like the brick walls. Very well. It's it's warm. It's it, it's warm for yes. sure. It is. So you have lobbied for Scooby Doo on Zombie Island being one of the greatest films ever made for the nine years I've known you? I think I don't think like there will be blood has gone down more than Scooby Doo on Zombie Island in your rankings. I, I feel the need to defend Scooby Doo on Zombie Island more. I I want to know Scooby Doo on Zombie Island. When when did this stand out to you as being a masterpiece? What why do you love it so? When did it stand out to me or why? Y- yes. Okay. <laughs> when did it stand out to me? 1998. Thank you. <laughs> you um, um, a strong three four year old. You were just in it. Two. <laughs> two-year-old me jesus christ and why did it stand out to me it's it's scooby-doo on zombie island that's why it stands out fair strong strong so i'm assuming you were a scooby-doo kid growing up oh he is, okay. wow alex just showed off how much of a of a stone cold badass he is he's wearing mystery machine socks right now yep he did. I mean, I don't think I have any Scooby-Doo related stuff in my wardrobe, so that's why I had to wear my monster shirt today. I'm like, anything to tie me to this franchise. I did try to find like a Scooby-Doo shirt that I could wear, but I, I couldn't find one. I didn't find Like, I could go to Target. I ain't going to go to Target and buy one of their shirts or Walmart or one of their shirts. You I need something good, you know? You should have worn your uh, Amoeba tie-dye shirt. It's got a huge hole in it. Oh, It'd be like that, that. That hole can only be filled by Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island. Yeah, I mean, I wore a jam band shirt anyway, so I guess it kind of fits. <laughs> it fits. It, it works. Uh, but yeah, so we have Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island here. You brought the VHS uh, uh, from Warner Brothers Family Entertainment. This is a... Literal back of the box. A relic of a different time. Yes, it is. Mm-mm. So I'm going to read the actual back of the box here. The, the real box. Not, not the... Wikipedia. The crinkly box. The crinkly box. All right. Get ready for far out fun in Scooby-Doo's brand new feature length animated movie. Scooby-Doo, Shaggy, Velma, Daphne, and Fred reunite to solve the most frightfully funny mystery of their careers. The screen teams headed to a haunted Bayou Island to investigate the ghosts of Moonscar the Pirate. But it turns out the swashbuckler spirit isn't the only creepy character on the island. The slews also meet up with cat creatures and zombies. And it looks like for the first time in their lives, these ghouls might actually be real. Bum, bum, bum. But yeah, so I, I just got, I'm just going to throw this out here. I have not seen this movie in probably... 15 years maybe longer like last time i saw this as a kid so going in i thought this was probably going to be okay but the first note i have written down watching the movie is this movie is all killer no filler this is one of the tightest and funnest movies i think i have seen in a long time do do you feel that you know going in is that is that why you like it so efficient how fun it is i mean i've been watching it for so long i can't really tell you the reason why it sticks out to me only reason why it sticks out to me now is because it's so freaking cool. It's awesome all the way around. And just, you know, growing up with Scooby-Doo, that's like the closest you can get to like mm-hmm. an actual real movie until you had the real movie. And it's still better than that movie, which yeah. is still a good movie too. But do you, do you actually like the live action Scooby-Doo movie? I haven't seen that movie in forever, honestly. So I don't know if it still holds up. I don't remember the last time I watched it, but yeah, I like it. And I know I like part two as well, but it's been a long time since I watched those. That's that's a regular thing. Not only did I watch it last night, but I watched it a couple weeks ago. Just just because? Just just because. I have it. But uh, Miss Boo, were you a Scooby-Doo kid? Was Zombie Island one of your favorites? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I grew up watching the original cartoons, um, 98 when it came out. 
I saw it on VHS. I remember the first time I watched it on VHS and it just kind of blew my mind. Um, I do like the live action movie. I haven't seen part two, but yeah, Zombie Island is the one that kind of just sticks out. And I know recently we bought, what was it? Batman and Scooby-Doo Adventures from like the 70s. We uh, got... That's a great one with Adam yeah. West, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a great. I have that one too. Yeah. We scored <laughs> that one up the street at the record store for like 99 cents. Mm-hmm. And it's like classic vintage Scooby-Doo, the good stuff. But it's like, yeah, Zombie Island is just near and dear to my heart and really one of the best ones. And it's surprising that this is the first one released on, you know, direct to video. And it was such a smash hit. Mm hmm. Yeah, it's kind of weird because the Scooby-Doo brand, from my understanding, was pretty much relegated to reruns. Like, it didn't exist mm-hmm. for, like, like a decade. And Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island was, like, their first try to, like, revitalize the series. Because uh, the director is Jim Stenstrom? I think that's how you pronounce his name? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Jimmy Boy. Because he directed Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island, the Witch's Ghost, the... um. What's the other one? Alien Invaders. Alien Invaders and Cyberspace, Cyber Chase, right? Yeah, Cyber Chase. Yeah, which those are like... Those are the four, four main ones. Main. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and those ones were the ones that kind of like revitalized the series. But it all starts with Scooby-Doo and Zombie Island. And it is definitely the best one of that era. Yeah. And it's probably also the darkest one. Because mm-hmm. this one feels way more... Um, I'm not going to say adult as a Scooby-Doo movie, but it definitely does have a lot more of like a, a darker edge to the like It's the, the Dark Knight trilogy of Scooby-Doo. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. But um, yeah, like when you watched it, did you did it stand out to you as being a lot like spookier or darker than the other Scooby-Doo stuff? Oh, yeah. I mean, especially watching it now, because uh, I've also bought uh, Witch's Ghost and Alien Invaders. And Witch's Ghost, it still has, you know, that same kind of spooky vibe, but it definitely starts to lean more into the kid aspect again. Mm-hmm. Then Alien Invaders is kind of a banger too, but this one is just balls to the wall. Scooby Doo, Christopher Kino. Nolan. I don't, yeah, Kino. Yeah, <laughs> you 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 seem lost for words. I, I am. Know. Oh, no, no. I don't hear any film bros talking about this. So, or do you count yourself as a film bro? Hell no. Hell I hope no. not. I hope I don't come across as one. You you were literally wearing you know the Yankees cap right now. You got the mullet. Yeah, going. but I'm a. I'm, I actually like baseball, so. Ah, uh, I see, I see. I guess, you know, I'm going to open it up to you. You, you are, I need you to defend why this is a great movie. I don't you know? think he needs to defend. Well, I, not I don't... to us. I think but we to need to, we need there. to talk about the movie first yeah. before we get, get into that. Yeah. All right. So the movie in and of itself, how would, how would you describe it to somebody who's never seen a Scooby-Doo movie before? Like nothing about Scooby Doo whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll say you may you you know like the dog kids. They solve mysteries. You never seen it. You never seen like a Scooby Doo episode before. Okay. Um, you like movies? <laughs> Why? Yes, I do like me movies. Yes. Well, check this out. That would work for me. I mean, that's how you know it. It came to me. It was like, oh, cool. You know, here's a new VHS tape, and it's Scooby Doo. You might like it. Yeah. And then yeah, blew my mind. It's hard to imagine talking to someone who who doesn't know anything about Scooby Doo. I feel like people generally have the idea of what Scooby Doo is and has at least seen some Scooby Doo. I mean, I know we just recently got a Scooby Doo, another animated film, yeah. like in the last few years. Yeah, I don't keep up that much anymore. Yeah, I, I, I stick with more like the old stuff, but it's like you know the the franchise just keeps you know repeating over and over again so i think scooby-doo at this point is into like 45 films in the franchise something like that yeah i mean the series launched in 69 so from 69 to 2023 we're still getting new content i think the only uh like new scooby-doo movie that i've watched or like made a point to watch was the one with kiss just because it has kiss in it it has kiss in it. it and that made me so mad because it wasn't Ace Freely and Peter Chris. It was the Spaceman and the Catman. Oh. Couldn't get the rights. And I, I think you know Paul and Gene were like, oh, we don't want them involved." So we, <laughs> I mean, it's Tommy Thayer and, and Eric Singer doing the parts anyway, like they do live. But that's besides the point. <laughs> not, not, not a fan of Kiss anymore after that one. I mean, they just make me mad. <laughs> but Scooby Doo, uh, Mystery Incorporated, that show. Or banger 2010 or whatever yeah that's a great show that's zombie island's the best mystery incorporated as a, as anything it's the second best scooby-doo thing hmm. it, okay 
it is just wild to me because you know you mentioned Scooby Doo's been going on since like sixty six, right? Nine or sixty nine. She said it three times. Sixty nine. It is a pretty funny year. How did I forget? But it's been going on for forever at this point, and it's like there's a bunch of these Scooby Doo movies, like directed video ones, made for TV ones. Mm-hmm. Like they started making them in like the seventies, and in my experience, most of them are range from either like pretty decent to like absolute like great movies like scooby-doo on zombie island is like an actual like great movie oh yeah in my opinion but there's some that are just like kind of okay like i think cyber like um the cyberspace one where it's scooby-doo goes to cyberspace where it's you know the computer program and the virus that one i don't think is actually very good i haven't seen that one in forever but i remember liking it but were, i haven't watched were that you one also while. eight at the time you watched it probably that's probably why you liked it yeah i don't think that movie actually holds up nearly as well as you think i mean i liked that when i was eight (laughs) i like i like i liked it when i was eight i liked it when i was two i like it when i'm 27 (laughs) it really works out really ties the room together yeah it does i'm just trying to figure out because this is kind of like a magical thing because i'm because i'm watching it last night right getting ready for the podcast and i'm trying to figure out why it works because the movie, it's 77 minutes long. It's not very long. This is obviously something that was made for direct video and to be shown on TV with commercials, right? Yeah. It doesn't feel like, where do you put the commercials? Yeah. In fact, I've watched it on TV with commercials, and I'm like, hey, that's mm. not a very good spot for that. Yeah. Not yeah. a good spot for that. Not a good spot for that. <laughs> and it's also a thing because it's 77 minutes long, but it feels paced like a normal movie. Mm-hmm. It feels like it's this was like something that they probably wanted to do, like a theatrical thing, or the guys who making it were like... No, we're making, like, a movie movie. We're not making something for, like, little kids. Yeah. Because the movie's, like, the opening sequence, right, where it, you know, comes in. There's the big gothic castle. There's that long shot as they go in and, like, the credits are rolling. And I'm like, okay, this is, like, cool opening credits sequence. And then it kicks. Spooky. It's very spooky. Monster Squad. Very yeah, Monster very. Squad. Very gothic. And then it, you know, kicks in as, like, the chase sequence throughout. And then you have third eye blind playing yeah. the punk rock or the alternative rock version of the scooby-doo intro which is the best version out of all the the re- redos for all the all those movies yeah i mean the music in this is just fucking great yeah what is it what is it dean tell me what it is a, a terror time it no, is terror time but what how would you describe the songs i i wrote it down the soundtrack is fire just fire just fire okay it's also uh it's a banger okay Ooh. this movie okay. is a banger all right the soundtrack is a banger Oh, we Ooh, got, three, we got three times in, in a span of two seconds. You guys just, again, I say that a lot because it's true. Would would you say that the soundtrack is not a banger? I would not say it's not a banger. Mm, mm. I got confused on that one. I, I, I don't know, I know if that was a positive or a negative thing he said. He's going to have to sit at home and you know edit this and be like, it was what, a banger. What, what, what was he saying? <laughs> I'm so confused. Yeah, just watching this last night, I'm like... The, why does this work so well? It's lightning in a bottle. Thank you. Well, you say lightning in a bottle, and I'm like, what? what's the lightning they captured here? Because it, it's a thing where it's like it's a darker than the normal Scooby-Doo movies. The pace is really good, but I'm trying to figure out like... Lightning is lightning. Don't question the lightning. You Everything know? about it is just perfect. It is. It's just perfect. <laughs> it's just perfect. Yeah. <laughs> perfect opening. It's the old Warner Brothers logo with Bugs Bunny in the tuxedo. It just works. Okay. All the little aesthetics. Maybe this will help you, Dean. Sure. Maybe this will help you. I know we haven't gotten to the to the talking of the casts and all that, but mm-hmm. Luke Skywalker's in it. He is. Okay, that's something that also th- like blew my mind. Like Luke Skywalker's Adrian in this. Adrian Barbeau is in this? Yes. Yeah. yeah. He, I saw that and I was like, it's going through the credits. And you're and like, like expecting to fuck? see her and you're like, where, where, where is she? Which one is it? <laughs> yeah. Transformative performance. Very. Disappear. I was waiting for a cut of, you know, Antonio Bay. I was like, we're going to get it. Yeah, no, it. she's going to be there. She's going to be She's gonna be the DJ. Mm-hmm. We do get pirates. We do get pirates it's and close. zombies. Yeah, and they, come, they do come out of the water. There's a little bit of a mist. Or fog, excuse me. Yeah, no mist. Also, that, I think that is something kind of weird that, you know, it's a, it's a, you know, it's a zombie movie, zombie island or whatever. But, you know, like I'm saying, it's darker. There's also like the fact that there are dead people in this. People die in this. There's oh, yeah. cat like, people. Really there's weird. cat people. There's, there's also, dead people. Yeah. And it's like, this is this was a kid's movie? Like, it's, I mean, you're not seeing gore or whatever. That's the but thing. It's, it doesn't weird. feel like a kid's movie. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't feel like a kid's movie. It does not feel like a, a children's movie. Like, I can show most like little, little kids 99% of a Scooby-Doo material. 
this one is like this is probably gives somebody nightmares mm-hmm. if yeah. I show like a five year old this. But maybe that's why I like it. Maybe it did give me nightmares and I liked it because of that. I've noticed that a lot of like kids movies like back in the day were there's always that one scene in them that's like traumatizing like mm-hmm. Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory when they go through the tunnel. Yeah. Yeah. Or um, Pinocchio where the you know kid transforms into a donkey. This one's like anytime the zombies are chasing them or anytime when they rip the zombie's head off of his body. When they rip the zombie's oh, yeah, like head off part. the body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I'm like is is that like a thing like are kids movies just all the best kids movies have that traumatizing element in there. Did Walt Disney set a standard to fuck up kids? Is that what it is? Maybe. But we also can't forget that Scooby in this movie helps put a Confederate soldier to rest. Southern sympathizer, <laughs> Scooby Doo. I thought about I was watching I, I thought about that last night. I was like, I gotta bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is also weird that I'm like Thank you. <laughs> I was like Okay. <laughs> so the the southern so the Confederate soldiers are the good guys. They're the good in guys this. in this one. <laughs> That's why I like it. <laughs> Jesus. Oh. But no Leonard Skinnerd. No. I'm a little disappointed. There's no there's no Skinnerd in this. Yeah. You know what? Fuck this movie. Sorry. <laughs> He's kissing the box. I, I didn't mean it. I, I mean swear. It. I didn't mean it. Do you need to hold the box? It'll make you feel better. Give it to me. <laughs> My precious. <laughs> <laughs> Still smells new. Smells like the nineties in here. So why do you think like Scooby Doo is so popular, I guess? Like the the franchise is so popular. Can't put it better than what Freddie Prince Jr. said. I mean it's a talking dog. <laughs> <laughs> what the f- what? I like that you even acted it out. <laughs> yeah. He threw the hands up. He's he got really into character. <laughs> yeah, have you ever seen that? No. There's like on the live action movie they did like a series of like little interviews, like why do you think Scooby Doo? Why do you think this? Sarah Michelle Gellar is like, oh, you know, it's inclusive, this and that, blah, 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 this and that. And Freddie Prince Jr. is like, it's a talking dog. It's, it's not Citizen Kane. <laughs> he, just, he just like drops the facade of being like, guys, why do you think? Duh. He I gave mean, a Dean answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I like it, you know? It's just cool. But for me, I think Scooby-Doo, it, it's, yeah, it's a talking dog. But I've always liked, you know, spooky stuff, like mysteries and all that. And that's another thing I think with this one it stands out to me because you know the threat is real, yeah. yeah. And like with the original Scooby Doo's, like, yeah, you could the threat is real because they're dealing with criminals and all that. Mm-hmm. But this is like this brings it into like kind of courage the cowardly dog territory where stuff is real. Like this stuff mm-hmm. is out to actually kill our main characters as opposed to just oh, I'm just trying to steal some money and if I get away with it I get away with it. This is like there, there's actually present danger and there's actually feels like there's stakes in this. Like the whole like climactic battle i guess actually feels like there's a real chance that somebody might get like really hurt like you know kids movie no one's gonna yeah die or our main characters aren't gonna die but like somebody might actually get like hurt hurt Mm -hmm. and i'm wondering like because i think that's an interesting thing you said scooby-doo feels like the first step to kids getting into spooky stuff you know Yeah. yeah Like you can't show, you know, your your little kids like Friday the Thirteenth or like Why um, not? because they'll Exorcist. end up like us. Exactly. What's wrong with us? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Like you can't show like a little kid like a lot of like super scary stuff. But Scooby Doo is a nice like easy entryway to get into like spooky stuff, mystery stuff, gothic stuff, things like that. Yeah, and then you give them this, and they're like, oh, this is this is like my my first hit of like adult horror, Scooby Doo on Zombie Island. Yeah. Yeah, like the zombie pirate really isn't the bad guy. It's like I, I, I knew I liked him. Mm-hmm. It's got a cool scar. Moonscar, Moonscar Island. It's also interesting that all the zombies are all, or Moonscar's the bad guy, and he's also the good guy in this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were same thing with the Confederate soldier. We're sympathizing <laughs> with these terrible people who, who showed are, up on the island and you know, yeah, you know, interrupted their dinner. Yeah, interrupted their dinner. You know, forced people to get eaten by alligators. Which another thing where I'm like, this All, is a in lot sepia darker. tone. I, yes. I might have, sepia tone. Stylistic choice. Very, very stylistic. That's why I said this movie's Kino. It is. It's the definition of it. You know, we had a little throwback to Wizard of Oz with the sepia. Mm-hmm. Could have gone black and white. Could have, but they didn't. This reminds That's me. Basic. Of, this reminds yes. me a lot of uh, Wizard of Oz actually, because I watched Wizard of Oz like four or five days ago. <sighs> My God, he's never seen it before. No, I've seen Wizard of Oz before, but last time I saw it, I was six. So, you know, it's been a minute. I mean, it's on every year. Mm-hmm. I, I haven't gotten around to it, you know, the rewatch, but I watched Wizard of Oz again. And this reminds me of it because Wizard of Oz, 
feels like it's paced the same way where it's a lot of isolated just very good and interesting scenes that string together to make just a series of great memorable moments like this is like again the thing that i'm obsessed about is how fucking efficient this movie is mm-hmm. like there's not really anything wasted the whole mystery of it is explained if you just pay attention in the background oh yeah it doesn't feel like hand wavy stuff like oh. and then there's a really good twist it's yeah. there's an actual twist to it yeah and the twist actually Okay, I think the twist does kind of come out of nowhere, but once it's explained, it's like, oh yeah, that's why all the zombies look like they're from different eras. And, and that's, that's why there's so many people missing when they go to the island. Yeah, and it's and like... that's why there's so many cats on the island. So many cats on the island, exactly. Yeah, and when they Catfish, find... Catfish, too. Yes. Catfish. And when they find the voodoo dolls beforehand, it's like, oh yeah, that's why the thing with like the glasses you know, cloth is missing mm-hmm. and all these other things. And it's like... The movie actually is revealing a lot of stuff to you visually and mm-hmm. not making any note of it. And it makes the mystery, like the twist reveal, like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that I guess that all actually makes sense. Because at first I was like, this seems sl- sloppy. But looking back on it, it's like, no, it's told like kind of geniusly. You know, they, they mapped it out. They really mm-hmm. did. Yeah. They probably consulted Kubrick. <laughs> <laughs> he was alive for this. He was. Do you think Kubrick saw this movie before he died what, do you think maybe he died because he thought he could never make anything as good <laughs> he's, he's died like, of a broken heart he's like in, he's like in the final process of making eyes wide shut and he's like this isn't as good as scooby-doo on zombie island i i guess i'm just gonna shit this out and it's gonna be over i'm just gonna go to sleep and i'm not gonna wake up <laughs> that's so dark that is so fucking dark so yeah, animation month, Scooby Doo. Scooby Doo animation month. Uh, this is the Hanna Barbera Warner Brothers animation block. Yeah, I love seeing that when the movie opened. I'm like Hanna Barbera. You don't mm-hmm. hear that anymore. Actually, yeah, like Hanna. Were you a Hanna Barbera kid or a Disney kid? I was mostly a Hanna Barbera kid. I mean, I liked Disney, but Hanna Barbera was where it was at for me. Love the love the Flintstones. Oh yeah. Yeah, I was a huge Jabberjaw kid. Fucking j- bullshit. <laughs> I loved Jabberjaw. Because I was a huge... I, I loved the Three Stooges when I was little, too. So, you know, Jabberjaw thought he was curly. So that's what that's what I loved about it. Mm, I see, I see. I mean, curly is the best stooge. Jabberjaw? Jabberjaw, man. Yuck, yuck, yuck. Jabberjaw? Yeah. I mean, it's Scooby-Doo with a talking shark instead. I like sharks. Sharks are cool. Yes, sharks are cool. Did they show Jabberjaw on Shark Week on Discovery? They should, because it's hard to find Jabberjaw now. Yeah, Boomerang doesn't true. show old cartoons anymore for some reason, except Scooby-Doo. Or, or, they don't even show us old Scooby-Doo, I don't think. They show Looney Tunes and... Like Johnny Quest? Or are they not? No, no they, don't even, they don't even show Johnny what? Quest anymore. They show like, what did I just say? Looney Tunes. <laughs> Looney Tunes and uh, Tom and Jerry. But it's like, you can watch Looney Tunes on HBO Max. It's well, like boomerang. You can watch most uh, Scooby Doo on HBO Max, right? No, that's a lot. That's not on there. Yeah, I I, I, w- I went on there looking to see what mm-hmm. I could find, but it doesn't even have that one. It doesn't even have Zombie Island, which is shocking because I mean we just went to Warner Brothers recently and we got to see like all of the like the old catalog stuff. They had like actual like film cells from like the original show, and it was just like, isn't that you know a partnership? And why don't they have like all the Scooby Doo movies? Yeah. I mean, unless Warner's going to do, like, their own platform, since everyone's doing their own platforms and streaming services. But someone, not you, but technically you, yeah. Someone got emotional at Warner Brothers Studios. Uh, unrelated to Scooby-Doo, yeah. Oh, they, they were showing the thing in the animation thing, and a clip of uh, the Iron Giant showed up, like oh, the ending. Yeah. And, you know, flies up. So, yeah. I, I mean, I'm a grown it's ass the Iron Giant. If you're not crying when you're watching, you're not watching it. <laughs> Bro, I, okay, unrelated to this completely, so I'm watching Iron Giant for a, a different podcast from long, long ago, and I'm like, oh, I haven't seen this since I was, you know, like, I don't know, middle school, if that, and I'm like, oh, you know, I'm yeah, I was emotional at the ending, but I was a kid then, I'm a man now. It's getting to the end, and I'm like, this is gonna be fine, or whatever, and as soon as it's like, I see the missile go up, and he's like, you stay, I, go, I had to pause the movie, I'm like, trying to be like, no, dude. You're not going to fucking cry today. No, you're a fucking man. You're not going to do this. No tears. No tears. And I'm like trying to like harden my soul for like 10 minutes before I start the ending. Start the ending. Goes up and he's like Superman. Closes his eyes. I'm a fucking crying child. I'm I am inconsolable. <laughs> Iron Giant is one of the greatest emotionally devastating films of all time. That movie. That movie. 
perfection. I, I cried when I saw it in theaters. It's a beautiful film. Wait, you were one of the 15 people who saw it in theaters? Oh, yeah. Me and my dad went to go see that, and we snuck in. No, I don't know which one we did first, but it was double feature. It was that, and it was my first R-rated movie in theaters was Detroit Rock City. <laughs> okay. Iron Giant, <laughs> Detroit Rock City. Perfect double feature. Love both of them. Iron Giant more so, obviously. I'm trying to remember, did Iron Giant come out around the same time as Zombie Island? 99. 99? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was um, Warner Brothers was moving over from their. They were trying to like revitalize their animated studios. Yeah. I think because of Zombie yeah, Island, honestly, probably they're probably like, that was so good. We should try to put it in theaters. Yeah, because I remember um, I saw it on the big screen too, Iron Giant. But I remember having the VHS and having the one that had like the little Iron Giant that came with it. Yeah, the little figure. Well, but I uh, had that too. I don't have it now, same. but I do. I do. I did rebuy the VHS like a couple years ago. I know. I need to. I need to buy mine too. But it's just you know, kind of that cool moment in time where all these like animated you know series were coming out and movies. But at Warner Brothers, they just show the clips over and over in this holding room that they kept us in until we got to go on the tour. Mm-hmm. And it was so interesting to see people older than us, people our age, and even children would stop and they would watch the cartoons and they'd laugh. And it's like you know, a lot of these. You know, series are from the 60s, and they still hold up till this day. Oh, yeah. And, you know, this movie's from 98, and, you know, cartoons are very different now than they were back then. But people still love Zombie Island. Mm -hmm. And I think you could show it to anybody. Sorry, I have to pee. (laughs) (laughs) Good good potty break? Very good potty break. Okay, so Mac and me. Yes, Mac and me. (laughs) Wait, is that what we're talking about? Yeah, now? that's what we're talking. Well, that's what that's what this episode's about. Yeah. Oh shit. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Another banger. Sure. But um, fuck. What were we talking about before I I I, walk, I walked away? Oh, oh, I was giving this you know really heartfelt speech, and then you're like, two seconds. I need I, a bathroom break. I'm I'm sorry. I, I, it happens to the best of us. You go in your cup like a grown up. <laughs> <laughs> just just mid recording, you just start hearing. Just letting air out of the tires. Easier. It's fine. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me top this off real quick. Uh, but yeah. So, um, yeah, the Warner Brothers stuff. I know that Warner Brothers animated stuff was pretty much subservient to Disney for the longest time, and then I don't know if it was actually Scooby Doo on Zombie Island, but I know that when they started doing like direct to video or mm-hmm. made for TV stuff again, this was kind of like the like we're testing the waters to see if one if the Scooby Doo brand is still viable, yeah, and also if we can really turn a profit making these direct to video things anymore because this was super successful. Yeah, because yeah. I think the one before it was Scooby Doo and Arabian Nights. Mm-hmm. I think it was ninety four, and that did not go well at all. Yeah, because that's when it was still like really cheap, and it was more like a, a um, assembly line filmmaking. Yeah, right? and that's I think that was the last one. Um, that was the last one Don Messick did before he died, I think. Yeah, and this movie is dedicated. Yeah, it's dedicated yeah. to him. Yeah, because I he, think he wasn't in this one, so. And Casey Kasem wasn't in this one. No, yeah, because Casey Kasem stopped doing it too. Well, he was also kind of like, "Yo, I don't like the the whole crawfish thing because I'm a vegetarian." Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, "Really? That's how you're going to turn down a role?" But you know what? Scott Innes does a great job, I think. I, in fact, like, of course, Casey Kasem's you know the the best and the classic, and Matthew Lillard's great. Mm-hmm. But when I like. When I hear this uh, Shaggy's voice in my mind, it's, yeah. al- it's always lines from this movie, so it's always Scott Ein. So yeah. it is really weird that so much because this was supposed to like relaunch the the Scooby Doo franchise, Scooby Doo series, and like n- almost all the cast either like just didn't want to do it or like retired or, or things or like that. Or people have passed on. Yeah, I think because the, the only original cast member that kept going was Frank Welker. Frank Welker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if Frank Welker's not in the Scooby Doo thing, I I, I don't pay attention he he almost got like kicked off the project because they're like your voice sounds sounds different like your voice doesn't sound right as fred he's like i've been doing it longer than you've been alive i know what it's what fred voice. sounds like i know I'm what fred i'm doing fucking jones fred fucking jones where where is my hard r uh scooby-doo movie where's that i i want to do a tv show like that but the the velma series is not not uh, boating well for you. I Frank Walker's not in it. I mean, he he doesn't he doesn't do Fred. If Frank Walker doesn't do Fred's voice, I'm not there. Except he literally pup. just said that a few minutes. Unless ago. it's a pup named Scooby Doo, because that makes sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but Frank Walker's not involved doing a voice. I didn't watch Scoob. He did the voice of Scooby in Scoob, but mm-hmm. he didn't do the voice of Fred. So 
I don't care. Very interesting criteria. If you have one of the original people to be in your thing, get him to do the voice he was hired to do originally. Also, the heart wants what the heart wants. You guys are, you guys are just having so much fun. This is the you? only one Billy West did the voice of Scooby, which is weird because he's a good Scooby. Yeah, this, yeah. Is, this, is the only, this is the only one. Unless they you know, I, I know he didn't do it for the sequels, but I mean he might have done it other times. But this is he was Don Messick's replacement. But then everything after this, it was Frank Welker doing Scooby and Fred. Interesting. You can see the wheels slowly turning. Well, they're turning because I'm like, because I, I, I want to talk about like like why Zombie Island works so well. But again, it's it's all these things where it's like it's just kind of. It just works because it works, you mm-hmm. know? It's one of those things where it's like, well, why does why does the sun come up? Because it does? Like, I, That's why we said, don't question the lightning. Well, I want to question the lightning. We're on a podcast, for God's sakes. That's what, that's what we do. Hasn't your family been hit by enough lightning in their lifetime? Yes. My grandfather was struck by lightning twice. Your, your, your grandfather is the guy from Benjamin Button? The guy who keeps getting struck by lightning? <laughs> no, n- n- Maybe? Actually, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to look into that. I found out that I might be related to Dale Hennessy from like the the Warner team. I think you're gonna say Dale Earnhardt. I was like, I believe it. Us, us, you know, senior, not junior, <laughs> senior, not junior, no, no. We're related to the Intimidator. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm all jacked up on Mountain Dew. Whoa. Ow! What? <laughs> That's the other thing. Like, this is based in like the South, and they're going really hard into the whole Southern culture oh, yeah. thing, right? Even the score, New Orleans, New Orleans, yeah, you. The score is great. The score is great. (laughs) I forgot how good the score is. The score, the music, the music in this has no right to be as good as it is. The food fucking looks good. (laughs) That was something I was getting mad at because I was sitting there. It's a fast paced movie, but I was starving by the time the movie was over. I was like, I need to eat something right now. Like, this is killing me. Even those stale Scooby snacks were good. Yeah. I was like, I'll take a whole box of those. I don't care. I like how they have like the stale Scooby snacks. And I'm like, is this metaphor for something? Oh, because like the old stuff's gotten stale. They need something new to spice it up. What's gonna spice it up? Peppers and crawfish. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's what's gonna do. That's gonna watch spice it down with up. that Creole potato salad. <laughs> Creole potato salad. I'm I'm need to ask my grandma to make some Creole potato salad. She's just gonna throw you some potato salad. She's like, here, it's Creole. I made it. I mean, sure. okay, the uh, gorgonzolas. Yes, those looked fantastic. I've never even had gorgonzola. Oh, it's good. I hope so, because they make it look good. I mean, that whole room. And then the guy that runs the room, uh, he's like, oh, my God, you guys ate all the contraband. This is a couple of Gorgonzolas left. <laughs> you were a couple of Gorgonzolas. <laughs> yeah. That's the other thing. Like, the movie's, the movie's really obsessed with food because Shaggy I mean, and Scooby. Yeah, Scooby-Doo. Um, yeah. But it's also, like, interesting because Scooby and Shaggy are TSA agents. And I don't think I trust Scooby and Shaggy to, to be TSA agents well, not 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 now. No. Not now. It, it was a different time. It, it was. You have to remember. In, in 1998, we were a simpler time. There was no metal detectors at that airport yet. <laughs> they had food detectors. Yeah, they had food detectors. Scooby and Shaggy. You remember a time? If Scooby and Shaggy were working on 9-11, it never would have happened. Oh, you no. heard it here first. That's what I wanted to get to, all right? Because Scooby and Shaggy could have saved the world, but no. They had to go back to solving mysteries. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that's another kind of adult element to this where, you know, we open with classic Scooby-Doo. They're, you know, hunting down the monsters and figuring out the monsters are really people, not the monsters. But then we see them break up and just kind of being sad. You know, Mm -hmm. Velma's running a bookshop by herself and, you know, Daphne and Fred, they have their show and Scooby and Shaggy are TSA agents. But it's all like, I miss the gang. Oh, yeah. I miss the adventure. She's selling the Hair Razor series. Yeah, it's like <sighs> I loved that because uh, she's like saying it's like, oh, the hair racers, got it, and she starts listing off the names of the mm-hmm. books, and they are like goosebumps would kill for some of these book names. Oh, oh yeah, my word! But I just love that they're living this monotonous life, and it's like, you know what? Let's round up the gang. Let's you know get fired from our jobs and forget you know the monotony of everyday routine. I mean, even Fred and Daphne, you know they they've got great jobs yeah great jobs and they're just like oh, i miss the old life they're ghost hunters on the sci-fi channel if they had a ghost hunting show on sci-fi i'd watch it sam uh, okay is the original scooby-doo series just reenactments for the um fred and daphne show if we're gonna do in-universe shit go super meta on it well i i wouldn't say the reenactments that's what they did before it's just yeah. it's they're just, just continuing the work it's, yeah it's just because she doesn't like, I don't remember how she did it. 
How does she tell those stories? Because when when they're going through going through all the mysteries before they get to Zombie Island, like they're filming everything. Yeah, they didn't film everything back in the day. It was sixty nine. <laughs> Just show up to work. Yeah, Wait, are, are are you saying that? I'm Daphne saying they have are like they, in their mid forties. Yeah, here? they were they were in their forties there. Maybe even fifties. <laughs> What is the fucking Scooby-Doo canon, actually? Like, how old are they supposed to be? In Mystery Incorporated, they're in high school. So... I want to say they're, like, seniors in high school. So when this is, like, Fred, like, 22 or whatever? I would say probably, yeah. 22, 23. I mean, they're always referred to as kids. Yeah. You meddling kids. Not you meddling college students. There is something that I watched. It was a Scooby-Doo thing where they're like, we're not kids. Can't remember what it was. (laughs) He's like, I drive a van across the country. I'm obviously not a child. I take vitamins every day. Yeah, I take vitamins every day. <laughs> I go to sleep at a sensible hour. I just got my prostate checked. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so yeah, Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island. Yeah, but I, I don't know. How, I mean, in this, yeah, I, I imagine them as young adults in this, you know. No. They're not in, obviously, they're not in high school in this one. one Fred's more, not wearing, you know, the... Doesn't the, have his ascot? Exactly. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's another thing. The, 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 the little costume changes, mm-hmm. they work. It's very it's subtle because that is kind of like in my brain how I denote the eras of Scooby-Doo. Mm-hmm. Because like there's like the classic look, right? And then in this, like Fred's basically dressing like, you know. A young man? Mi- no, middle-aged dad. And kind of trying to recapture his youth. And that's like his run for this series of movies. But I love how Shaggy just... Green shirt, brown pants. It's iconic. That's it. That's it's all iconic. Same with same with uh, uh, Velma. Velma. She doesn't really change that much. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daphne's, you know, she's, you know, she, she looks more businessy than more Gale Weathers. Yeah, than, more Gale Weathers. Yeah, than regular Daphne. That's what she. Prob- that's what she is. When are, when are we getting the Scream and Scooby Doo crossover? I mean, we've had plenty of you know fan artwork yeah. where they. Combine the two and it looks amazing. Uh, yeah, I have, there's a few few Instagrams I think I follow that do that. I think Matthew Lillard would be dying for that script. Maybe that's why. We, well, I don't, never mind. I don't want to talk about Scream. Not everyone's heard it yet, seen it yet. Wait, wait which one? The first? Any of them? Just some, you know, some people might not see any of them. <laughs> that was like our first episode, and I think we went back and did a whole yeah, retro did. on the on the Scream series. Yeah, we just need to do the most recent movie. Yeah, but. Actually, what is your opinion on Matthew Lillard's, uh, you know, portrayal in the Scream series, and then coming over to Scooby Doo? It's Matthew Lillard. He's 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 a great Shaggy. He definitely is a great Shaggy, and I love the first Scream movie, and I think he's great in the first Scream movie. So, mm-hmm. all right, agreed. That's the only Scream movie I really like. So, really? Yeah. I'm I'm fond of like two and four. I don't remember two. I don't remember three. I remember not liking four, and I know I don't like five. But this new one was okay. <laughs> Wait, oh, wasn't it this was, one five? This one no. was six. This six. one was six? Yeah. We saw five. Oh, yeah. You didn't like five? No. <laughs> I, I thought it was annoying. I, I, I remember I came out of it like lukewarm, and I grew to enjoy it, but you liked it out of the gate, right? Yeah. I liked that it threw shade at Ryan Johnson. Yeah, yeah, that's that's always nice. Yeah. Uh, okay, he didn't kill the, the Star Wars, the new movies, but everyone killed that one. He was involved. Yeah. I still blame J.J. He didn't have a plan. That's why I blame him. That's why I blame him. (laughs) Always have a plan. That's why his shows are good for a season, and that's it. And like Scooby Doo and Zombie Island, they had a plan. Oh, yeah, they did. They had a plan. Jim Stestrom knew what he was doing. I think that's another reason. Like, I really like these groups of movies and Zombie Island is because it really does feel like there's like an actually like creative like person involved. Yeah, you're like this is like denotable. Like most of the Scooby Doo stuff before this is kind of like almost interchangeable like kind of generic mm-hmm. you know you can only so just throw let's just get it out there uh, yeah like scooby-doo arabian nights and scooby-doo meets the boo brothers i'm like oh. they're anim- <laughs> animation style and like they're almost interchangeable scooby-doo and the boo brothers is a fantastic movie though don't be wrong and ghoul school ghoul school mm-hmm. is great you know uh scooby-doo and the 13th ghost the, that that is the, one of my all, favorite series that was all right it's been some price in it and then uh, what's that i like it what's the other one uh the reluctant werewolf the Re- okay yeah. reluctant werewolf is great. And you have to give it to the attention to detail in those ones because Shaggy has a red shirt. Because that was that was that, his that, uniform for like that's oh, their this solo, the movie, their right? solo stuff, yeah. Isn't that like a that is also kind of weird because this is the first one that actually has the whole gang in the movie because all the other ones were Scooby and Shaggy, right? I'm pretty sure Arabian Nights was all of them. 
was I don't it? remember. It's been so long. Yeah. Not, I mean, not doing your due diligence. I mean, it's it's Scooby Doo on Zombie Island. That's where that's where I start. I go back to the old shows, of course. Mm-hmm. The original Scooby Doo, Where Are You? And the what's the one where they where the, where they meet all the people with with, with Batman? Yeah. Oh yeah. I yeah, love yeah. those. You know, the Adams family. Uh, yeah. Dick Van Dyke. Scooby Doo meets the Harlem Harlem Globetrotters. Yeah, the Harlem Globetrotters. That's a good one. Meets yeah. them like six times. Oh yeah, but. My favorite of those is the Batman one, obviously. Ones, because that was a few times. But, yeah, that I do like a pup named Scooby-Doo. But from Scooby-Doo, was it Scooby-Doo and Guess Who? or uh, Guess Who, Scooby-Doo. Yeah. yeah. From then to Zombie Island, pretty much everything in between is kind of a blur, except for the Reluctant Werewolf, Boo Brothers, Ghoul School, all that stuff. The really early, like, 70s ones? I think those were 80s. I'm pretty sure Scooby-Doo meets the Boo Brothers is 70s. It had to be after the Blues Brothers. Maybe, well, I mean, no, Scooby-Doo and the Blues Brothers, that was like their first one. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but that was after 13, 13 uh, was it? The 13, 13 Ghosts? Ghosts? Yeah, 13 that Ghosts was the 70s. Alex is right, 87 for 80, Blue Brothers. 87? Yeah. What the? Was that? that ha- I'm pretty sure that was the first one. Boom. I, I did get owned by that <laughs> one. That is true. What, when did the other ones come out? Got wrecked. Are you guys feeling good? Stuff? I love Scooby-Doo. <laughs> you love Scooby-Doo? I love Scooby-Doo. Same. Uh, Ghoul School was 88. That's, oh, okay. that's the year of the best Metallica album. Uh, Wait, what, what Ride the, the Lightning didn't come out there? Shut up, Dean. <laughs> Dude, Ride the Lightning's the better album, all right? You can, like, kill them all you want. Ride the Lightning's the best album. Hey, kill them all ain't the best one. It's Injustice for All. Bullshit. And even if, even if it was kill them all, Ride the Lightning's after. So get your ears right, bro. Reluctant oh. Werewolf, 88. The Same. year of Injustice for All. <laughs> not the best Metallica album. And what, oh, so we said Reluctant Werewolf, Ghoul School, Boo Brothers, and what? There wasn't there another one. Did um, we say another one? Oh, well, I said like Arabian Nights, but we know when that came yeah, out. Yeah, that one. Yeah. yeah, but it's it's one of those things where those movies have a very different style, and it does. And I'm not sure if they were all made by the same guy, but it, they definitely don't feel like Scooby Doo and Zombie Island. Zombie Island feels very um, unique in the canon. Mm-hmm. Like this one feels like it's it's. If, made in a whole different world than the other movies. Even compared to the ones that follow it, which, you know, do ver- a very good job following it, this one feels like it, it really is its own thing. Why do you think that is? It's lightning in a bottle. <laughs> exactly. I, 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 I can't tell you. I don't know who, who could tell you or not. The I, animation, the, the casting, the, the, the writing, the tone, just everything about it. I mean, we were the VHS kids. We were, you know, the ones where our parents would buy us like a cheap VHS and, you know, here, watch it. Yeah, watch this for a couple hours. Yeah, and, you know, sometimes there were some bangers. And then, you know, there was other times where I was like, you know, I could tell why this was direct to, you know, to direct to video because mm-hmm. it was kind of crappy. But this one, I mean, for being a kid's movie, it just feels like there's so much more to it. You know, it resonates with children but it also resonates with adults where you sit there and you're kind of engrossed in the story and oh yeah you know what do you mean these cat people have been around for 200 years and they've just been kind of using this town to basically suck the lives out of them as a dust till dawn style plot yeah it's it's like what you said earlier like it's it's a good like push towards real horror but also like real storytelling like Mm -hmm. it's it's not just horror like it's good good filmmaking again the quality of this does not feel like direct-to-video no. The quality of this feels like a real movie, and it's like I've seen like direct-to-video movies before, like um, like the Tremors sequels, right? Yeah. Like the first one, like that was a real theatrical movie. The second one is like feels less theatrical, but it's still kind of there. Yeah, yeah, it's still kind of there. Like the effects aren't that bad. By the time you get to you know Tremors three, four, five, there, there's four's the prequel, right? Four's the prequel. Okay. Was the old west, and those that ones... should have been the best one. And it's only, like, the third best one. Yeah. <laughs> but those ones really do feel like like you can tell these were made for, like, TV. and even Especially Sci-Fi Channel. Yes, yeah. yes. Oh, my. There's so many movies you can watch on, like, like those, um, the shitty, like, Shark Man versus Octopus or whatever that used to be Sci-Fi Channel's, like, originals. All of them are bad. But there are some that are just kino bad. They are, like, room-level bad. That I I wish they just came out with like Criterion box sets of made for sci-fi channel movies because oh, yeah. they would be monstrously entertaining. What's Scooby Doo on Zombie Island? The- <laughs> I have a feeling that the title of this episode is going to be Scooby Doo on Zombie Island. Why is this so good? 
No, it's okay. I'm the one that, you know, captions things. Yeah. So why is we're this good. so good? What, what, come and listen to Dean say banger 15 <laughs> times. And why is this so good? Why is it so good? I uh, do a not whopping understand. 42 times. We need video just to get his reactions of why is this so good? And his eyes being like, you know, two times bigger than they are right now. But why is this so good? Well, it's like I write stuff about, you know, I, I watch all these movies. I do like my little thing. And I'm like trying to figure out. I'm like. It just works, you we, know? We, we're talking about why it's so good. Yeah, that's why it's so good. But why? But why is it so good? <laughs> well, well, because every time it's like lightning in a bottle, and it's like we're we're getting there. Thank you, Alex. I'm happy that you were here for this episode because we've had so many movies that we reviewed where they're just good because they're good. Mm-hmm. There's no rhyme or reason. It's just, it's amazing. Why is There Will Be Blood better than No Country for Old Men? There's no reason for these things. It just, it's just is the well, way it well, is. One, you're wrong. No Country for Old Men is a better movie than There Will Be Blood. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Okay. Why is Back to the Future so good? The, well, the casting, for one. I okay, mean, we said that with so that good. with this. Mm-hmm. Well, Back to the Future is a story that really gets into the heart of what it what it means, you know, fate versus destiny. And, and it's a movie yeah. that really talks- This one does too. <laughs> fate versus destiny in uh, uh, Zombie Island. Yes. Really? It yeah. was okay, fate that Mystery Inc. came to be. Yeah. They broke up, but destiny put them back together. And it's also fate that they found Lena- willing to take them to Zombie Island so they could not only solve a mystery, but stop a murderous spree. This gross injustice to this small town. Southern uh, justice. <laughs> Creole justice. Creole, yeah, Creole justice. justice. Okay, yeah, I guess I get your point. This movie has Luke Skywalker in it. There are movies that he is in that are not good. All yeah, right? Star Wars, but we, we're talking about Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island here. He not, all Star Wars, not all Star no, Wars. Not all Star Wars. Just to clarify to our listeners, not all Star Wars. Just just the newer ones. Just the newer ones. He's Joker in the animated series. Yes, yes, he is. Which he's, is great. He's Mark Hamill in Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. He is Mark Hamill in Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. I love Mark Hamill. Jane Silent Bob Strike Back, also not a very good movie. Yeah, it's not that great. Yeah. But Can Mark I, Hamill, though. Mark Hamill's great in it. I've 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 always said Kevin Smith is a fifty fifty director, and I think I've come around to he's like a ten ninety director now. Like only ten percent of his movies are actually very good. I think Jersey Girl is the second best. I love that movie. I think Jersey Girl's great. My favorite's Dogma. Yeah, Dogma's very Dogma's really good, and Jersey Girl's. I think it's a lot better than people gave it credit for. Oh yeah, but I why why is theater. it so good? It's got Affleck and J Lo. Okay, J Lo is not any reason why that movie's good. He killed her in ten, like the first ten minutes, and it broke my heart. They were so happy. Just because you like Jenny on the Block? No, I've liked her since Selena days. I've never seen Selena. George Carlin plays a grandpa. He does. Well, George Carlin elevates everything he's in. Well, that's why it's good. And there's a production of Sweeney Todd. Would this be better yeah. if George Carlin was in it? No. Are it's fine sure? the way it is. It's perfect. You can't, can't change it. Like we were saying, like... You know what would make it better? 13 extra minutes. No, I was going to say, we were talking about the length of it, you know, how it goes by, it works. I was thinking, oh, if it was longer... It wouldn't be as good. There's no fluff. There's nothing to trim. There's nothing to add. It's all killer, no filler. You said it in the beginning. You kind of answered your own question. I did answer my own question. And now you're refuting your own claim. I am. <laughs> this is Dean in a nutshell. <laughs> it, is, it, is, it is my thing. I confuse myself sometimes. I'm my own mystery. But yeah, like, I'm, yeah, honestly, yeah, it is It is just all killer, no filler. Like, this movie is just 77 minutes of great, of great shit on screen. Mm-hmm. Did you have anything you wanted to, to add? Terror time. Yeah, I, I it dawned on me that Third Eye Blind didn't do all the songs. I no. guess the, another yeah. band called Skyclave did. Sky the Cycle. Sky Cycle. They did um, Terror Time and oh, what's the other song? Because the other song is also fucking good. Yeah, do 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 another spooky night. It's like it's fake or something like that. Yeah, because the ghost is here. I really think that this is the soundtrack of our youth. It probably it probably is. I need to get I need to find this on CD. Yes. That's the thing about this era. All them fuck all these movies have great soundtracks. Yeah, and they all like were released with the soundtracks. Like every movie had their freaking CD to come come with it. Or cassette. Or cassette. Ooh, that'll be the hunt. The cassette. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll, I want the vinyl. They need to re-release it on like a. On like a, a glow in the dark vinyl or something. Ooh. Actually, that's kind of weird. This movie is fucking hard to find now. 
He found it for a dollar. Found it for a dollar. Well, yeah, you found the VHS for a dollar in Amoeba. Like, I don't know. Like, is this streaming anywhere? It used to be on Netflix. It was on Netflix not too long ago, a couple years ago. Yeah, because, I mean, I know I found, like, the DVD at, like, an FYE. Like, yeah, I found the the DVD. What was It's the double feature of that and Alien Invaders. I don't know why it skips over uh, Witch's Ghost, even though that's the next one. But I found that at work. Yeah, it's not that hard to find. I mean, I'm looking at listings right now. Barnes & Noble, Amazon. But is there a Blu-ray? No, there's no Blu-ray release of it. Is there a 35-millimeter print of this? There has to be. It has to be somewhere. I would hope so. And you know what? Since I've bought it on DVD, every time I've watched it, I have, I've never, I've opened the DVD, but I've never watched that DVD. I've never watched it. Because really? if I'm going to watch, if I'm going to watch Zombie Island or Alien Invaders, I've got the tapes. Yeah. You know, like, that's kind of an interesting thing, because there is something about watching something on VHS that it, it's almost like vinyl, where it just, there's a different feeling to watching the movie. Yeah. That, like, fuzz, where things aren't as, like, It's a good defined. kind of crusty. Yeah, yeah. It's also a thing where, like, some sci-fi movies, you need to watch them on VHS, or oh, yeah. the effects just do not hold up. Or, like, Evil Dead 2. Evil Dead 2 looks way different if you're watching it, like, like squared off VHS mm-hmm. version versus, like, the, like a, the fucking Blu-ray. Remember I tried watching Troll 2 on Amazon Prime, it's and not. I was like, this looks too good. <laughs> I like this movie. This is too good. I have to turn this off. I watched Troll 2, like... I think I was on that thing where it's like every movie nerd is like, I want to find like the worst movie ever made. You know, like I, I want my opinion on what's the worst movie. And I watched Troll 2. I'm like, this isn't that bad. Like, it's weird as shit, but it's kind of funny. I think it's so crazy how I had like a genuine reaction to it because I watched part one because it was on like Showtime one time. Mm-hmm. So me, my aunt and my, my cousin, we watched it we're like, this is pretty good, you know. It's not good, but it's pretty good. <laughs> then one day, Troll 2 was on. We're like, no way, that's a Troll 2? <laughs> we loved it. <laughs> it's terrible, but we loved it. I've, I've always wondered that about, like, you know, movies so bad they're good or whatever. I'm like, well, if they're so bad they're good and you enjoy them so they're a good movie? Like, you, like they're a good movie because you like them. Like, is a bad movie have to be completely, like, I hate this? I don't know. I, I guess it's, you know, like, a personal thing, but... Like, everyone says The Room is so bad, it's so good. I cannot sit and watch The Room. I could watch, like, the YouTube edits of, you know, the best parts of it. Yeah. I could watch that any day. But the whole movie is just so dreadful. His stipulation really? to me dating him was, I can't date you yet until I watch, until you watch The Room. And, I <laughs> and was, you stayed. She did. I stayed. I watched it. And I watched it on YouTube with... Uh, That's how I watch it on YouTube. Yeah, but it was like... You, you a, watch it with, like, the Rift Traffs commentary. Yeah, and it was like people eating soup, so you could hear like spoons, and they'd laugh, and I'd be like, okay, this is kind of awesome, because these people are making it more memorable. Mm-hmm. But no, I ended up really liking The Room. I'm trying to think, what's like your favorite like terrible movie? I think we talked about it last time. I don't think it's a terrible movie. I genuinely, genuinely enjoy it as The Lone Ranger. Oh, that's right. I oh, I thought you were going Mac and me. You didn't say Lone Ranger last time. I know, we were no, talking. We were talking about Lone Ranger, and you were you were getting ready to jump over the table at me. Dude, that movie is so fucking bad. I love that movie. That movie's awesome. <laughs> really? Yeah. Mac and Me is great too, but Mac and Me, no one says it's bad anyway. So, what about you, Dean? I, uh, I mean, like I'm Mac and Me. It's not Mac <laughs> and Me. Well, like the room, I I enjoy, and it's like I don't. The I mean, room is weird because it's like I'm watching it. And it's like this is like not well made, but it's fascinating. You also have the poster signed. You have the DVD signed. I, or Blu-ray signed. I, I met Tom Wiseau and got him to sign. You also merch. met uh, Tom Holland. I did meet Tom <laughs> Holland, not Spider-Man. Best story ever. Uh, we'll, we'll get to that. When we do Fright Night again, we'll get to that. But yeah, the, the Room is one of those movies I find like more fascinating than bad. Like Watching that movie is like so weird i'm like legitimately just like i'm almost like intrigued by how how like weird it's made uh-huh. but a bad movie that i absolutely love that i acknowledge is trash is smoke and aces i haven't seen that in forever that mo- i okay i'm doing a thing where i'm watching a movie every day of this year i got to day 100 and i'm like this is a momentous occasion there's only one movie i can like like watch right now and i watched smoke and aces ryan reynolds is in it ray liotta's in it as the two buddy fbi agents chris pine is in it as i saw a that Nazi. in theaters i'm so jealous of you <laughs> right now but yeah and that's the only time i've seen it no. and i don't remember it that the movie 
is like it. It is like an incompetent Tarantino movie. And, uh, Tarantino and and uh, a Guy Ritchie movie. Yes, yes. I, I I think I saw it because me and my dad thought it was a Guy Ritchie movie. It's it it throws <laughs> off Guy Ritchie vibes like so hard. But it's one of those things where I'm like the action and the concept and the premise is so fucking cool to me. Like oh, all these assassins are coming together to kill this guy, and it's like oh, it's a competition. I'm like that's so cool, and all the assassins are like weird and like they're not like hitmen they're like super villains and Mm -hmm. like this is like a like a wild superhero movie right but um yeah the plot makes no fucking sense the twist i think objectively makes the movie way worse but i it is a two-star movie i will give five stars to every day like i i fuck with that movie and i don't know why but yeah uh what about you respectable (laughs) smoking aces oh mine's terrible grease too Ugh. Uh, <laughs> Grease. My favorite smoking aces, and I feel sorry for you. Grease yeah, I, 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 I'm with Dean on this one. I can't <laughs> do Grease too. I don't know why. I just like it. It's stupid, but I like it. But like, okay, when I think about the Lone Ranger, though, like, I don't. It's got Johnny Depp. It's got Johnny Depp. Like, I don't think of it as a as a bad so a bad movie that I like because no one no one talks about how bad it is now. You know what I mean? It's kind of yeah. just forgotten. Yeah. But like Grease 2, it's hard to find someone who likes Grease 2. I now know two people who like Grease 2. My my mother. <laughs> I, I was going to say. My mother likes Grease 2. I don't know why, but. Maxwell Caulfield. Maybe. I think she just likes Grease anyway. So, I mean, I love the first Grease. First Grease is oh, a masterpiece. Yeah. I mean, that's a masterpiece. Uh, I haven't seen the new Pink Lady series. Are you going to watch it? What? There's a Pink Lady series? Yeah. This is the first I've heard of it. Yeah, through Paramount. They're they're doing this whole, you know, kind of like a prequel to Grease and how, like, the Pink Ladies came to be. And it's very over-the-top, like, you know, old Hollywood musicals. So I'm kind of interested stepping into that. But I don't know. We'll see. Weird? Yeah. I didn't... Can we just leave things alone? I know. Bro, I know. That, I... That's, that is my crusade, too. I'm Just getting ready to start picketing um, because they're going to remake Lord of the Rings. They're remaking Lord of the Rings. They're going to do Harry Potter. They're <sighs> doing Harry Potter is like I uh, think the they TV said show. Ten yeah. years. Yeah. They're going to take ten years to do like the whole TV series, and I'm like, yeah, good luck with that, brother. Uh, I think they were all. It's like the same thing Amazon where they were making like the Rings of Power, and they're like, we're spending one billion dollars <laughs> to make this, and I'm like, could could any of that be for the writing instead of for all the effects that don't look as good but the harry potter one it's it's going to be seven seasons a season for each book which initially does not sound like a bad idea yeah you know like yeah okay cool fine whatever but why Mm -hmm. why what's wrong with the movies i can understand wanting to condense like harry potter down to make like if you made like a super cut of harry potter that was like six hours long i would probably like find that interesting but expanding it, I don't know how much you can really pump up and make more Harry Potter out of the books. At least the first two. See, I feel the opposite. Mm. I feel like since not everything from the book was mm-hmm. adapted, it makes sense for them to do the TV show. I've never in my life ever heard anyone say, Harry Potter needs to be shorter. <laughs> I've I've heard it before. I, I, from my, yourself? Yeah, no, who, no, no, I don't no, I don't I, swear. I don't know who the hell's telling you that, Dean. No, no, I swear well I sw- I swear to God about this. I've heard people say I need like, names. Oh god. I need names. <laughs> I don't I don't want to get anybody shot, all right? But I'm just saying I don't agree with this. I like what it is right now. I think it's like a really well-paced and well-told story, but I'm like okay, like the last two could have been condensed into like one movie. Yeah, it could have been one movie, mm-hmm. right? And I'm like I still like the first part of yeah. those ones better than the second part Same. yeah i think i think that's everybody and but it's like okay in uh, uh the second one chamber of secrets i'm like okay this seems like you could have like probably tightened this up and it could have like spun in and made like one and two like one movie i think that would have been like functional and it's it's things like that i'm not buying it you're not buying i'm not it? into that you're not into that no you don't you don't think that you could condense harry potter into a tight trilogy instead of an eight movie um franchise you can't condense eight into three no. What about eight into four? No. No. You can condense eight into seven, and that's as, and that's as far as we'll go. Alex is gonna leap across the table, strangling. Order of the Phoenix is way too fucking short. Yeah. That movie is way too short. That movie itself just needs more. That's why it's the worst one. You think Order of the Phoenix is the worst? There, one? There's not enough pottering going on. <laughs> it's, it's 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 not. 
None like none of them are essentially the book, obviously. Yeah. It, but that yeah. one is by far the worst adaptation of all of them, in my opinion. And it's it it's just not enjoyable. It it's the best book. It's probably the best book. Goblet of Fire is the best book. Mm. Probably. Probably I think I order the Phoenix. I've only read up to Goblet of Fire. Order of <laughs> Order of Phoenix is like is like that size, yeah, right? It's it's, thick. it's, a, it's a thick book, si- size of a phone book. Yeah, it's like a thick Latino, you know. But <laughs> it is the size but, of an average uh, Stephen King book. But then, but then the movie, you know, you just get a little skinny white girl. Yeah, it's not cool. <laughs> we were There's cat- no flavor we were, to that. We were we were catfished into that movie. <laughs> But Scooby Doo on Zombie Island. <laughs> Scooby Doo on Zombie Why is Island. it so good? Well, okay, like I mean, it's fuck. It's a Warner Brothers movie, right? So this is technically related, right? Yeah, you know, it's related. But, Warner Brother own, but I was also things. I was also talking about worst movies that we like because there was actually a sequel to Zombie Island. Oh yes, Return yeah, to yeah, Zombie the, Island, uh, a yeah. direct sequel. Yes, it came out in 2019. Uh, mm-hmm. Have you seen it? No. Just because you refuse? It's just I don't I don't see why we need to return. Why we need to return, and also it's weird because starting from Zombie Island to I think probably uh, probably like the Loch Ness monster one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Monster of Mexico and Loch Ness monster one. Th- those two are the first two to like kind of differentiate from the the first four, from uh, Cyber Chase all the way to Zombie Island. But I feel like they're starting to now just. Each one is its own thing with a very loose, loose connection mm-hmm. to each each of each of the other ones, and I don't know how the Zombie Island is just gonna tie in. I've seen plenty of videos about it, and I'm like, ooh, no, I don't, I don't like that. I've seen like clips of it, ooh, I don't like that. Yeah. And it's just once I saw what it actually was, even though I didn't want to watch it initially, once I saw what it actually was, I was like, uh, that's not really a sequel. That's kind of just you know, let's just get people excited, yeah, just to watch it. Yeah, because um, I've seen Return to Zombie Island, and if Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island is the best one, Scooby-Doo Return to Zombie Island is, like, one of the worst ones. Oh, it yeah. is, like, not even close to being as good. It's It also looks, like, way cheaper than this. It looks this. disgusting. This this was, like, old-school, like, hand-drawn animation, like, cell animation. Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island, Return on Zombie Island had, like, computers and shit, and it looks worse. That's another thing with, with Scooby-Doo now is that the... the uh, I mean, all animation in general, in my opinion, is it's all that same style of like weird kind of humor. Yeah. Which it's made know, for kids. I like weird humor. You know, I I love Gravity Falls, and Gravity Falls kind of falls into that genre or whatever. But I feel like every show tries to do that kind of like weird, quirky humor, and I, it just for me, it doesn't work for Scooby Doo. I mean, actually, going back to Zombie Island, the the humor in this is it. it it's weird because it doesn't seem like it's humor made for like little kids. Like, there's not even like a lot of jokes in this. No, honestly, it's pretty serious. Yeah, yeah. Like, like it opens and we get like classic Scooby and Shaggy. They're they're all the comic relief in this. They're, they're the only. Yeah. 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 Like Fred is played pretty straight. Daphne is played really straight. Like she is, mm. you know, Gale Weathers, right? And yeah. Velma, for the most part, is the the only actual like detective here, mm-hmm. right? But it's like the the humor in this is pretty like low. The vibe in the app this has a lot of atmosphere in it oh yeah. yeah which is really interesting because i think when i was going in i thought this would be like a comedy like it would be like way funnier than i remembered it i don't know like it's 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 this movie is such a fucking weird standout to all these things but yeah like but this, why guys why but why is it so good well i know i know what it's so good but yeah i'm just i'm just pointing out like this doesn't even feel this seems like way ahead of what the other cartoons like the Scooby-Doo stuff was at that time, mm-hmm. but it still feels like we don't have anything like this now. It was the dark and gritty reboot before we got dark and gritty reboots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm okay. Agreeing. Okay. Yeah. Right. I'm, I'm, yeah. Ah, yes. Uh, yes. I'm agreeing like, with you. I said, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm, yes. I agree with you. I love this movie. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a good movie. Lightning in a bottle. <laughs> and it still holds up. I know that that was a concern of yours. It's always a concern when I watch movies from my childhood, if it's going to hold up. I have not gone back to any of the Air Bud movies for that exact reason. Yeah, I haven't watched Air Bud in a long time. Yeah. I I refuse to, because I watched all the Air Bud movies when I was a kid. What about Air Buddies? Yes, yes. <laughs> if, if it came out before the year 2003, I watched it. I think I said 2010. 
No. I, got, I got a little concerned. I thought he'd say no, 2023. No. Yeah, no, 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 because no, he goes. I secretly go alone to watch the new Air Buddies movies. <laughs> God, that's like that's like the thing. It's like, yeah, he doesn't hate his porn, but he does not want me knowing he watches Air Buddies. Get out! I'm watching Space Buddies. <laughs> Leave me alone. There's, I, there's like so. Okay, there's a want, lot of those. You want to talk about interconnected universe, right? Okay, Scooby Doo has like 42 movies, like something like that. There's a lot of like Scooby Doo movies. The Air Bud franchise, cinematic universe. I think they're up to like 60 movies. You, That's ridiculous. I swear to God, you count all the original Air Bud movies, you count all the Space Buddy movies, you count all like all those ones. It's like sixty movies. Yeah, it is something ridiculous. Hellraiser blushes at the number of sequels Air Bud has, and I bet you Air Bud has better sequels than Hellraiser. Maybe. Oh, probably. I mean, they have so much. There's uh, there's got to be some more butter ones. But Scooby Doo on Zombie Island. You big fan? Banger. <laughs> it is a banger banger <laughs> all right well i guess uh that's scooby-doo on zombie island everybody uh alex would you like to plug anything before we go i've got nothing to plug just watch scooby-doo on zombie <laughs> island on repeat on repeat if you can find it on vhs that is the that is the best way for your viewing pleasure and if, if you, you need to, if i if you need a, if, I, if i need to rent it out it's a two dollar rental <laughs> <laughs> and if you could find the soundtrack if you can find the soundtrack i'll i'll, I'll let you rent it for a week for free <laughs> Uh, yeah, two thumbs up for me. Amazing movie. Still holds up. Five out of five Gorgonzolas. Yes. I've literally spent this entire podcast being like, why is it so good? It is a perfect object. Uh, yeah, highly recommend it. This is a five-star movie. This is as good as Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, Toy Story, Spirited Away. Yeah, that, this movie's great. So yeah, uh, where can they go to see us uh, for the next movie? Well, I think we need to plug the next movie. Oh, cool. What is the next movie? Because I don't know what it is. I had a feeling you didn't, but... <laughs> uh animation month brand new month new theme um also we're doing something different this month we're doing guest episodes for the entire month yes we are and we have a special guest next week because you're kind of related to him oh yeah also thank you for laying that out because i forgot who it was so yeah my brother randy's showing up next week nice and we're gonna be talking about another banger from the past page master i have that on vhs (laughs) me too somewhere same yeah uh randy I was going through our movie collection or whatever from when, you know, we were kids, you know, I was throwing out movies that didn't play or were broken. And I was like, oh, cool, Page Master. And I'm like, eh, it looks kind of messed up. And I'm about to go, like, toss it. My brother's like, no, 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 no. You keep Page Master. And I was like, are, are you sure? Like, the, the tape's kind of fucked. No, 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 Keep Page Master. And I was like, Randy, I, we have two copies. Keep them both. Well, no. Also, you were giving some of my nephews some of your old, you know, old DVDs or ones that you had like duplicate copies of and you were going to put page master in there because you know, that's a great film for kids. Mm-hmm. And your brother was like, absolutely not fucking loves page master. <laughs> he is a good movie. He has not seen it though, since he was a wee lad and he has been dreading this rewatch. He doesn't know if it's going to hold up. He doesn't know if it's going to, it's going to be good. So I'm, I'm very excited to see. So we need to go buy my nephews, a copy of page master. Yes. But if you want to listen to us on a different platform than you currently are, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and YouTube. Yeah, you can find us on YouTube at the Film Vault. That's the Film Vault on YouTube. You can like, comment, subscribe. We do slideshows of these uh, podcasts, and eventually we'll do videos. But if you wanted to find out when we did that, you can go to all of our socials on... All of our socials on just Instagram, where we post daily stories, upcoming episodes, um, random adventures we go on. And with that, thank you. We'll see you next week on Zombie Island. Have a good week, everybody. It's going to be terror time again. 